2: This segment of Grassroots Marketing on Location is sponsored by GreenCranberry.com. Want access to new customers? The smart marketing money turns to online engagement. Green Cranberry is the online engagement platform for all things cannabis. Learn more at GreenCranberry.com. CannabisRadio.com presents Grassroots Marketing on Location, featuring exclusive one-on-one interviews, With those impacting and evolving the cannabis industry. Now we take you on location to the 2015 Southwest Cannabis Conference and Expo in Phoenix, Arizona. Reporting for CannabisRadio.com, here's Radical Russ Belleville. We're sitting here with Bob Eschino.
1: Did I pronounce that okay? Eschino. Eschino with Incredibles. Love his business card here. It's got a little chomp taken out of it. Thank High you. quality, handcrafted, infused edibles out of Denver, Colorado. Bob, welcome to the show.
3: Thank you very much.
1: So you're here in Phoenix. Tell us a little bit about Incredibles.
3: Incredibles started five years ago in Colorado. And we are now currently the largest edibles manufacturer in the state. Getting ready to start our expansion nationwide. We're looking at deals here in Arizona. We're looking at deals in Nevada, California, Oregon, Washington, wherever Maryland. they legal yeah, yeah it's it's getting kind of crazy we're really getting we're getting interest from just about every legal state now and legal countries mm-hmm. looking at getting out of the US and establishing our brand really just all over the world at this point
1: yeah it looks like canada will legalize pretty soon that'll be fun
3: um you know we were up there for a couple of events and talked to several people and you know with the new election i think it's going to open up a lot of doors for people now coming out of colorado
1: one of the things that surprised everyone in marijuana legalization was number one how popular edibles would be and number two how difficult they might be to try to regulate or deal with. We saw reports on, you know, variance in THC levels, purity problems, all that. Talk a little bit about that process and how Incredibles has worked through that.
3: You know, really, I think some of the popularity, if not most of the popularity in Colorado, has come from the fact that we've gotten very good at doing what we're doing. And not just my company, the whole industry. Mm -hmm. Taking it seriously, getting food people involved, testing. We came out of the gate testing THC, and it was kind of a learning curve for customers there. We put in 100 milligrams of activated THC in all of our products. It took a while for people to understand what that meant, right? Right. Because there were a lot of people, hey, I've got 100 milligrams of THC. Well, yeah, but if only half of it's activated, you've only got 50 milligrams of the stuff that really gives you the psychoactive effect. So one of the things we did right out of the gate was to make sure that we were putting activated THC on our label, because of that, people thought that we were too strong. They were, We were stronger than what they were used to, which is understandable, right? Because people really were just talking about total cannabinoids instead of activated THC. Colorado, I think, is, has been on the forefront of that. I think we're very good at what we do now. I think people in that market understand what activated THC is. Yeah, I think it's a great pat on the back for the whole industry in general on how we got there. Now comes the education part, right? You know, you talk about difficulty. The difficult part now is just making sure that people understand what that dose means to them Mm -hmm. and that they start low, they go slow, you know, they figure out what their range is now knowing, okay, all of the edibles in Colorado are tested, this is the activated milligrams of THC, here's what I'm consuming and what is my level. For some people that's 5 or 10 milligrams, for some people that's 500 to 1,000 milligrams, right? I've got patients taking 1,000 milligrams a day, Yeah. right? So... You know, on the adult use side, it's a little bit more important that that education part be there, so people coming in enjoy their experience. You know, it, it's it's recreational, right? It's it's supposed to be fun. You're supposed to have a good time. So we don't want people over consuming an edible and having a bad experience, pulling so, a Dowd, yeah. as we call it. Well, <laughs> I, I am the only person she quoted in that article. Thank you, Maureen. I appreciate Thanks, that. Thanks, Maureen. Yeah. <laughs> So it, it is really just about making sure that people understand, and part of the problem is they taste good now, sure you're disguising the cannabis flavor, you know, oh well, just this little piece won't hurt, well, yeah, it will if you're looking at sure, you know going from ten milligrams to twenty milligrams and your level's really five milligrams, ten milligrams will be uncomfortable, twenty might be an issue for you, so
1: and, and how much of this too is a lot of cannabis consumers, especially if we think back to folks our age that might have done it back in the day uh-huh. and now the kids are out of the house and want to try it again, they don't like smoking. So they think, well, you know, back in the day I used to smoke a joint, so I'll eat this cookie. How much do they need to know uh, about the difference between smoking and eating cannabis?
3: You know, once you're ingesting hash oil, right, it does have a different effect in your body. It takes a little bit longer to kick in. And, you know, the effects are a little bit more intense and they last longer. You know, you're looking at probably four to eight hours as opposed to one to two hours if you're smoking. That's why there is a learning curve, you know. And just like everything else, right, we, we take for granted the innate knowledge that we all have about alcohol. Sure. Right? We started, we'd steal a little bit of your dad's booze. You know, you'd get sick a few times. You'd kind of learn your limits and you'd be able to pull back from those. You're going to have that and it's happening now. In this country, you know, as cannabis comes out of the closet and people see it more, kids are going to understand more about what it is. They're going to have a little bit more knowledge growing up and seeing it and seeing that their parents use it responsibly. We're right in the, at the beginning of that learning curve now. Yeah. And, I, and I think over the next 10 years, it's going to become such a natural part of our society. People are going to understand it and respect it more and figure out what it is. And I think that's going to come with trial and error, Right. So what we're trying to do is make sure that we educate people to, to start low and go slow. You wouldn't grab a, a bottle of alcohol and finish the whole bottle, right? Because it right. tastes good. It, it, it's what you're getting, right? If you buy one of our 100-milligram edibles, you're buying a, a bottle of alcohol. You need to start with a, a shot or two and go very slow and see what the effects are. So you're not having an uncomfortable time.
1: And, of course, one of the major differences in the people finding their limit and experimenting and figuring all that out is that this won't kill you. Alcohol overdose can actually kill you.
3: A a Tylenol overdose (laughs) can kill you. This is a non-toxic substance. And part of that education is, okay, if you are having a bad time, what do you do? Well, you know, there's a lot of, of CBD items that are coming out. You know, CBD will help to take away some of that paranoia and that, that anxious feeling you're going to get if you overconsume. So I have some CBD around And no, you're going to be fine. You've got to ride this out. It's going to be more intense than what you're used to. It's probably going to last longer than what you're used to. Really try to eat some things that will speed up your metabolism, some sugar, some things that will get your heart moving a little bit and get this moving through your system quicker. But what people need to understand is just sit down and relax. You're going to be fine. It is non-toxic. You don't need to rush off to the hospital. Just pop a movie in and and sit down and ride it out. Right.
1: Uh, we've been seeing some uh, research lately, too, that has shown that the smell and, and ingestion of peppercorns yep. can actually help reduce that yep, a little that's too. part so of it. Uh-huh. Keep some fresh peppercorn on, on hand there, folks. <laughs> We're speaking with Bob Aschino. He's the founder and president of Incredibles. They're out of Denver, Colorado. And people, when they think of edibles, I think their first
3: thing they think of is the brownie, Yep, the pop brownie. And you know why? That was the easiest way to get activated cannabinoids in your system sure. where you're cooking it. Yeah. You know, you're mixing it up and you can eat raw cannabis. There's no psychoactive effect. Right. So it was really the baking of the product back in the 60s and 70s that created the psychoactive effect. So all of those items that you put into an oven and, and let sit there for, you know, 20 minutes to a half hour to activate the THC is why you had all the original baked goods. We don't do that. So we've got to do things and manipulate our products and the hash oil before we put them into our products because we don't reach those temperatures for that long. Oh, I see.
1: Okay. So most people, though, when they think of edibles, they're thinking brownies, cookies, gummy bears. Give folks out there in the red states listening to us an idea of just how broad our selection is now in edibles.
3: Really anything and everything. It's funny because we're still battling this, especially in new states, right? The the easiest thing to get rid of are are extractions and edibles because that's what frightens people the most. Right. I'm currently working now on starting a national organization that's going to go out and help to educate the legislators to try to teach them. You know, not only are hydrocarbon extractions safe, they've been going on for decades in this country, and a lot of the food that you eat every day come from hydrocarbon extractions. So that's nothing different than what's currently out there on the market for other food items. So stop banning it. And then edibles. Edibles, in my opinion now, especially since what we've done in Colorado over the last five years, has really perfected the delivery system. To me, that's the most effective way to take your medication. If you are a patient and you want to take three milligrams of THC, I can give you a bar that will do that. Right. You can't do that with smoking. You can't do that with a concentrate. You really can't do that with any other form besides an extraction and an edible. If you want to know exactly what you're taking for medical reasons and know exactly the dose that makes you feel good and you know, you're know you not overconsuming, you're not underconsuming, this is the feeling you want to get, I can give you a bar that will allow you to do that. So in my opinion, <clears throat> edibles are really the most effective way to be taking your cannabis if you want it for medical reasons, even if you want it for recreational reasons, and you want to kind of limit your dose so you know exactly what you're taking.
1: Hmm. I'm glad you bring up the educational aspect of this because because of the scary headlines we get when a kid or a Maureen Dowd has a bad experience with edibles. That leads to legislators wanting to crack down, and in Colorado, they've made it 10 milligrams per serving, 100 milligrams per bar. Ooh. In my home state, of Oregon, they're looking at 5 milligrams per serving, 50 per bar. How problematic is that when you're dealing with patients? Like,
3: as you said, some need a 1,000 milligrams. You really need to have two avenues, right? There needs to be an adult use avenue for people who are doing this for fun. And you need to have a medical avenue where you should not set limits. You should not even talk about that because a medical patient could need a 1,000 milligrams a day. They want to get that normally in a form that's palatable, right? And they want to get that medication with really as, as little as possible to, you know. because do not of them have are, to eat
1: 10 chocolate yeah, bars. Yeah, you <laughs> don't
3: want them to be doing that, right? A lot of them are sick. A lot of them, yeah. are, you know, you, you want to be able to get your medication in. You want it consistent and you want it palatable at yep. that point because you're putting a lot of oil in a product. You know, when you get up into 500 milligrams, we're coming up with a new 500 milligram bar, you're tasting the oil, really? You just want to make it palatable for the patients. Mm-hmm. so how much do you
1: think on the on the adult personal use side of edibles owes to there not being a place to publicly vaporize or smoke cannabis?
3: That will and it is hurting the industry, especially in Colorado. You know you've got all of these people coming into the state. they can buy legal cannabis, and now all of a sudden, wait, I have no place where I can smoke this. I have no place where I can use this. It was going to be a referendum on the ballot this year. They took it off because I think. The city and the state is—they're finally listening. Yeah. That okay, it's legal. We need to give people coming into the state a place where they can legally go and enjoy it. Yeah, that will definitely continue to hurt the industry until people figure that out. Just like alcohol, it's—it's it's a social, right? Especially if it's recreational, mm-hmm. it's, it's a social drug. You yeah. want to be out with your friends. You want to be enjoying their company. You know. To, to force people back into their cars, you know, to consume the cannabis, right. to to force them back to the house, you know, to not allow them to partake out in public, which I think is another reason why edibles have become so popular. Yeah. Because you can't, right? They're fairly discreet. So it's, it's one way that people who aren't supposed to consume in public can really consume in public. Right on.
1: Bob Esquino, founder and president of Incredibles, high-quality handcrafted infused edibles out of Denver, Colorado. Tell folks, uh, websites, Facebooks, other contact if they want to find out more.
3: Uh, Incredibles Colorado or Incredibles Chocolate. Um, we actually just picked up a whole bunch of new domain names that, I, you know, we're, we're about to expand into all these other states, so we're, we're probably going to pick something that's uh, a little bit more broad. I think I love Incredibles is one of them, and I mm-hmm. think that's the one we might start using. So, Excellent.
1: have you gotten any guff from Pixar?
3: <laughs> no, <laughs> we have not. Knock on wood. Um, <laughs> and hopefully, that will not happen. Hopefully, our our paths do not cross in the same space. Yeah, so. Let's hope
1: so. <laughs> All right, Bob. Thank you so much for joining us here at the desk at the uh, Southwest Cannabis Conference, thank you. and good luck on everything. Appreciate your time. All right, these uh, interviews will be available on my SoundCloud page, RadicalRest dot com I'm sorry, SoundCloud.com slash Radical Too many websites. <laughs> exactly. So feel free to embed, share, pass them along on social
2: media. Our hashtag here is SWCC Expo. Thank you for listening to this edition of Grassroots Marketing. On location, only on CannabisRadio.com.